I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call, an opportunity to be with you by means of radio that I always stay excited about. The book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 14. I'm going to read verse 14. We found a little verse of scripture here that has to do with what we've called from time to time preventive maintenance. You said, what is that? I want to know that I am distancing myself from God before that particular thing happens. I don't want to get away from God. In fact, our verse uses the word backslide in it. And I want to use this verse. Uh, It's one of the greatest verses in the Bible upon this subject because 99% of the time, the term is always applied to the nation of Israel. But here, It is applied to the individual. I want to make sure I stay close to God. So I want to watch the warning signs. So we'll give a few warning signs at this particular time to help you as a child of God in your struggle to live for God every day, all day. And then in turn, if you're not a believer, that God might speak to your heart somewhere during this sermon, some somehow the Lord Jesus Christ is lifted up and that God might give you a desire and a hunger to want to know him more than anything else. Thank you for corresponding with us. If you ever like to write to us, our announcer, usually we give a little bit of time to give you an address where you can correspond with us. If you'd like to do so by, if you have access to a computer, you can do it quickly. If you have access to that, oh, that keyboard, just F-O-M-E. M. That stands for Fishers of Men Ministries. You don't have to type all that out. Just F-O-M-M and that period and then O-R-G. And uh, that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men. You can sort of write us a note. Let us know that you listen to our program. Give us some input. So maybe some things to pray about. And we'll be desirous of just hearing from you. Proverbs chapter 14. Now verse 14. It says this. Just a down-to-earth practical little verse. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Now, once again, this is not a reference to Israel. Now, we think about the New Testament word probably for backsliding. About the best thing I could get there would be like uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint, feigning. If we faint not, I mean, just to pass out. As far as the things of God are concerned, you just passed out. I mean, we've fallen away from the Lord. Now, we can't fall out of salvation because we didn't fall into it. Salvation is a birth. Oh, but as far as our activity and our labor and our service for our Lord, my friend, we could move away. But it says the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own way. So we could spend all of our time talking about just how the problem with the backslider is his heart. 
What happens to his heart? What happened with his heart? Instead of being filled with the ways of God, it says she'll be filled with his own way. The backslide are in heart. So remember the story of the prodigal son in the New Testament, the book of Luke, and uh, about Luke chapter uh, 15 there. And as far as this prodigal son is concerned, I can't preach upon him, but you remember he went to his father and asked for his inheritance, and then he took his inheritance and went into a far country and wasted his substance. Why did he do that, my friend? His heart, his heart got into the far country. His heart left home long before his feet left home. So I have to watch my heart. So what I'd like to do, let me just come up with just some practical down-to-earth things that I've watched in my own life that showed that I was moving backwards instead of forwards. Do you understand? I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to backslide, move back, my friend. I don't want to faint. You said, well, what can I look at? In the area that I live, it takes a lot of time to cut the grass. I live on my son's property, and he has lots of grass. And to be able to cut the grass, you have to have a grass cutter. Uh, we have more than just a pair of scissors. <laughs> we have a, a what we call a lawnmower or a grass cutter. Before you start that, a good thing to do every time is check the oil. Check the oil, check the air filter. A number of things you need to check, especially the oil. And the reason you do that, because you don't want to ruin the motor. All right. So preventive maintenance is that, that when I cut grass, before I do so, I check over the lawnmower. As far as my life, from time to time, what I need to do is give myself a check to see if I'm right in line with the things of the Lord. You said, what could I check, preacher? I've done this. I've seen times where I was more excited about the things of the world than I was of the Lord. He said, shame on you, preacher. Oh, yes. Yes, shame on me. Sometimes I was excited about eating out. <laughs> I was excited about going somewhere as far as maybe going to a meeting. Or maybe I was excited about the fact that I finally had a couple of days of vacation. Woo-hoo, vacation time. Woo, I'm excited. You know what I mean? I was excited about, I want to watch. Now, we think about, yes, as far as my flesh is concerned, it's exciting to go eat from time to time. But I want to make sure the inside of me, my soul and my spirit, always there's some excitement over the things of God. I want to be able to sing in a congregation. I want to be able to sing with meaning, amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Because it was grace that found me, and it was amazing grace that found this preacher. Took me off of an old boat and placed me in the book of God and then into the ministry. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. The Lord reminds me from time to time how when he found me, he found a spiritual, immoral wretch. I mean, a man that was away from God. So far, drifting away on life's pitiless sea, you know. The angry waves beckon my ruin to be. Over the wet my side, I dimly described a stately old vessel. And loudly I cried, ship ahoy. Thank God for grace. And I want to stay excited about that. Let me go further. You know what I've seen in my life? When there was an, kind of a move away, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. When I begin to move back, backslide, and my heart began to be affected, I found that there was an increase in a critical and a self-righteous spirit. Oh, what are you talking about? 
Somebody has said this before to me. They said, Preacher, I got one talent, and it's criticism. Well, it do you well to bury that talent. For many, the only exercise they get is jumping to a conclusion. Someone said one time to me, God called me to straighten out people. I tell you what, as far as your eyes is concerned, if you don't watch it, they'll be looking at others and you'll compare yourself with other people. When you begin to just see the faults of other people and not the moat that is in your own eye, you're in trouble. You're moving backwards. Have you ever seen people, they just turned to criticism. They just turned to fault finding. You said, why do they do that? They're moving away from the things of God. They're no longer seeing themselves. They're no longer looking to the Savior. They're looking out their eyes to other people. I don't want to have an increase of critical and self-righteous spirit. I don't want to go backwards. I want to go, I want to go forwards. So that helps me. All right. I want to make sure. I stay excited about the things of the Lord. I want to make sure that I'm not one of a critical and self-righteous spirit. I want to make sure in my life there's fruit bearing. You know, our life is described as being like a fruit tree in the Bible. And we planted all in a good place. You know, we're, we're the planting of the Lord. We think about a fruit tree. If we were to think about some type of tree that would bear fruit in our area, I have on our property a pear tree. Oh, and it's a good pear. It's a hard pear. It's a pear we used to take, and we can make pear like apple pear sauce. We can make uh, pear jam and jellies. We can make pies with this and so forth. But as far as this pear tree is concerned, if there was a drought, he said, what do you mean? Not much water. It'll show up in the fruit. If we had too much water, it'll show up in the fruit. If the insects has been rough that spring, it'll show up in the fruit. So as far as my life is concerned, oh, I can always look at the fruit. And when I think about the fruit, basically the first thing that I can address the fruit of a Christian would be basically just another Christian, you know. And so my life should affect somebody else for the cause of Christ. So I should be passing out gospel tracts. I should be confronting people with the gospel, talking to people about how Jesus is the Savior, how Jesus is the only mediator, giving people the plan of salvation. But, oh, if there was a lack of fruit, a lack of fruit, or a desire to even bear fruit, I would know there was something wrong. I'd know I'd be sliding back. And I don't want to slide back. I want to, I want to move forward for my Lord. Maybe there's a lessening of a desire to go to heaven. You know, I've seen people excited about glory. I mean, they could sing, oh, think of a home over there by the side of the river of life, you know. Oh, we think about the songs of heaven and how it stirs our heart. And oh, we get excited on the inside. I've seen people sing those songs with no meaning at all whatsoever. Does heaven mean anything to you? Is its reality before you every day? Do the songs of heaven fill your soul with joy, you know? You have to keep heaven in your heart. Don't let the world get in your heart. Oh, we think about the eternal city. I think about many times the world gets its hold on God's kids and we lose sight of the eternal city. If the devil can cut your feelings for heaven away, you'll disgrace God's son. Many are disloyal to the heavenly city and I don't want to do that. I always want to keep heaven on my mind. Keep heaven on your mind. Keep the things of God before you. 
Don't have a critical and a self-righteous spirit, my friend. Or as far as the abuse of time, don't abuse time. My time clicks away. It just ticks away here on this program. It's important that I use my time wisely. As far as the child of God, sometimes the devil will steal our time, take our time. Sometimes time is taken up with worldly things where once these things were given to God. I've knocked on doors and people say, Preacher, I, I used to go to church. I used to serve the Lord. I used to live for God. I used to work in the church. I used to sing in the choir. I used to see the devil took it away. They begin to slide backwards. So as far as my time is concerned, I need to learn how to redeem the time, knowing the days are evil. The hour is desperate, but we're seemingly not. I don't want to waste my time. So as far as my text, the backslider in heart should be filled with his own ways. Let's look in our life and let's make sure that we're not slipping backwards, my friend. I want to move forward. The old, old Simon Peter, the old fisherman, he said, but grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't want to slide back, my friend. Many times my heart is affected by the things of this world. The backslider in heart should be filled with his own ways. I want to make sure my life is filled with the things of God, actively serving the Savior. The backslider in heart should be filled with his own ways, I hope. This sliding back, if you sense that, my friend, oh, let's not faint. Oh, let's just bring this to God. Say, Lord, warm my heart and my soul. Bring strength and excitement to the inward man. I don't want to slide back. Now, until next time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.